This is Sarah Jane Vanstone's evaluation of the JAM DO2 radio journalism news reading task, uh, which took place on Monday the 6th of January. My script is located under the 12pm spot on the 7th of January. I'll start off with what I felt went well. The bulletin that I produced was the longest bulletin that I have ever written, and also the fastest that I have ever written it. Um, I completed the task within an hour, so I left that. I, I left a good amount of time for me to complete the task within the, the time frame that I had. And it, I wasn't rushing, and I felt, I felt pleased about that. And not rushing allowed me to have a clear a clear mind. So I was able to really focus on what I was writing and how it might be delivered when I eventually spoke it. After the first recording, I recognised in myself that I needed to slow what I was saying right down because I did speed up where I wasn't quite sure on what the story was. I recognised this and the second the second take I felt that I did slow down uh, but still I do feel that I could have slowed the pace even further. I adjusted my diction to suit the story so when there was a solemn story about death for example um, I mentioned about a footballer manager former uh, Plymouth Argyle football manager dying I I was sensitive to to the story and changed the way that I spoke and this this can be mirrored in the way that I delivered more uplifting stories if you like uh, or more more uh, the unusual story at the end. So I I spoke about a story of aliens apparently already living among us. So I my voice was a little bit more upbeat and entertaining. I would say a little bit more entertaining. With regard to the content of my script, I feel that it contained much diversity. I included international news with audio and local news without audio but I made sure to to take quotes from online sources local online news sources such as ITV West Country and BBC Spotlight. I made sure to include diversity in my sports section so I had international sport, local sport and a mixed gender too, um, male and female news. So I covered football male football, I covered male cricket, and I also covered athletics, um, which was a female story. And I also included, I also included a obscure sport, the skeleton. And this was to appeal to a wider, a wider audience who potentially are interested in, in those obscurities, um, which rightly deserve airtime. Because although they may not receive as much funding as the well-known sports like the cricket, the football, even the athletics to an extent, even though that is a lesser sport, lesser funded sport, um, people are still achieving. And when there are achievements in anything to a high level, then it deserves airtime, particularly as people who have an interest in sport will be interested to hear the news about it. In my main news section... Not only did I have the serious, heart-hitting news that was breaking today, but I also had 
light-hearted news. So I had a story on aliens apparently already living among us. I did this to give the listener a break from the very serious news. And I've, I've heard across across the board um, on radio stations such as Heart, Radio 1 and BBC Radio 4 that there are there are changes in the seriousness of news and so I I I remembered this and also during lectures I remembered this point and I included this into my recording. My weather section I made sure that it was local uh, being that the news bulletin was for a local radio station I made sure that it was relevant to the target audience of Plymouth. Travel although my travel section was was bare I didn't include any actual updates I included my my wording was along the lines of if you hear of any incidents then please contact us and I said use the hashtag travel I think and this this direct outreach to the audience would mean that if this bulletin actually went out on air updates we could give real-time updates and inform our listeners of of incidences faster than they faster than them appearing on Burley for example which which would be unlikely rather um, any incidents we would have to look online I believe so if a caller phoned in or tweeted as as I as I suggested um, it would be a far quicker, quicker process and it gives that personal experience to to the listener too they feel like this is this is my local station and I want to I want to be a part of that community now for the improvements that I feel I would make for next time I would write the names the names of people and places phonetically in order to pronounce them correctly and not f- for it not to sound as if I have no idea what I'm reading because this will absolutely come across to the listener and I felt that my uncertainty my uncertainty did come across in in my reading so for the future I would not only write it phonetically each letter each letter by letter um, in a way that I understand it but also I feel that I would I would benefit from going online and putting in my headphones and listening to the pronunciation several times by someone else um, and then I would I would practice that out loud just to confirm that how I have written it phonetically corresponds with how the person likes to be referred to or the the local pronunciation of a place. I would simplify my wording of of my script to make it to make the reading more fluid. For example, I at one point I spoke of a story on Dartmoor where there was an, an illegal rave between such and such a time. And the way that I had written it was something along the lines of a rave took place between 3am and 9.30am on Sunday. But I would change this and I did go back and adjust my entire script um, after my recording um, 
but this particular example, I changed to, I changed the, the scripting to this between three and nine thirty on Sunday morning. So it reads far clearer and better for radio, and it and it sounds like I, like I know what what I'm doing. I would read my script out loud several times as if I was delivering it for real in the future because whilst I was reading it not only did Belinda pick up on this point but I also picked up picked up on this point myself is that it sounded as if I was discovering the news as I was reading it so some stories I I wasn't familiar with even though I had written it um I wasn't familiar with with the story and so as as I was reading I was sort of slow and almost surprised with what was coming out of my mouth. I would make I would make time to read my script aloud a minimum of 3 times, but not only aloud but in a way that I would deliver it for real so that I get a proper practice run. And this would not only give me confidence as the newsreader, but it would sit better with the listener because they can, because I'm confident, they can be confident that they can trust what I'm saying. Uh, But in my recording, if that went out for real, I'm sure there would be doubts as to whether they could rely on what I was saying because that confidence that that confidence and competence just wasn't there. The overall timing of my bulletin was longer than was longer than 5 minutes. In total it was around 6 minutes, which is which is more than the assessment should have been. Um when I was creating my script on Burley, I clicked on the on the area that shows you how much time it will take. And it came up with four minutes 50. And I thought, I'm going to leave those 10 seconds to give me time to just slow my pace down. But as it turns out, there was some miscalculation, uh, which meant that actually my bulletin was five minutes 16, I believe, um, which, which meant that overall I took longer because, um, because of the way that I delivered the script. Overall, I'm pleased with my experience. I read the script, it could be understood, but there are areas which I would improve upon, which I have highlighted, and I'm ready to, I'm ready to give it another go uh, during our, our group news week, and I'm excited to see how I can better myself.